out the way. Oh! Yo, why do, why, why do people have to be like kidnappers and stuff? What? Right. Yes, it's true, yes. Why <laughs> like, do people have to be kidnappers and stuff? I agree with you. singing move you know in mystical i don't know if he ever got uh convicted but he was accused and charged i believe with kidnapping a woman which is a very like what the fuck facts (laughs) but anyway um have have we heard any vibrations of liveness have we heard but good vibrations good vibrations that that show that 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 highlight our being live on facebook yep here we're live all right welcome to insert name here hoes brought to you in full technicolor and living sound with the dulcet tones of the great alejandra that's me the (laughs) the surly (laughs) contralcent fucking Um, um, goofy as from the hidden valley of cheeks from from the hidden I will, I will be I will be Hokage the, 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 the hidden the, valley of the cheeks the hidden okay um um you know what did, what did I used to say Basie and shit K and Patton Kuma uh, my return has been returned uh, it's good to see you motherfuckers um and me your raspy voiced Cold-blooded, Malachi Unique. We're, I'm here, bitch. We all here. Um, and you know what? It's just time to get started. So uh, we always start with, uh, unless somebody passed away, I don't think anybody did. Oh, what we did, we did forget it? to mention um, Terrence Clark. The Ter- basketball player oh, last week. Yeah, that was a that was a big oversight. Um, actually. Rescue guy and Pache to Terrence Clark, who was, was he shot? Was he... No, he was in a car accident. Oh, car accident. Even worse. Yeah. Not worse, but like worse. Sad. Yeah, so if you don't know, he was a local, um, he was from Dorchester, like an up-and-coming yeah, basketball, basketball player. Yeah. He was playing for Kentucky, cause it, and if you know anything about uh, college basketball, Kentucky's like top-tier stuff, so yeah. everybody's expecting him to go to the NBA, and unfortunately, it's a, he it's, passed away. It's, just, a, it's just unfortunate, like... Yeah. That's, a, that's just like huh, people gone too soon Man. young people I always hate to see I don't know it just always hurts me to see uh, a black man die before the age of like 70 Same. don't do it like Same. me <laughs> just don't do it don't die please please I don't want you to go um oh I never completed that sentence it says BPD city council Nothing yeah else. I was like I was like I don't know Nothing the context else. behind this but I'm sure Alejandro will tell me um but what will we start with today? All right. Um, so we, I'll start with some COVID stuff. Mass reports, zero COVID deaths. First time since June 2020, which is, which is good. We're, yeah, still, re- we're still reporting a bunch of COVID cases. cases. Yeah, I noticed but that. But no deaths, so 
better than anything. I think it said like four hundred and seventy-two cases today. Yeah, uh, not today. But are the yeah. cases are the cases dwindling? Um, no, they're kind of going up. Yeah, no. it's because people are going outside more, and they well, they're vaccinated, so they think they can't get COVID. Right, right. Yeah, but people are because they're vaccinated, they're not dying, like which is great. But yeah. I, but we really don't want to keep like passing this <laughs> around, like. I, I understand. I, I I understand. Everybody want to go outside. They have fun. They want to be like, I'm vaccinated. Why do I have to wear a mask? Somebody on Twitter, sir, you have to wear a mask because you can still catch COVID, nigga. He's like, oh, but I'm outside. But you're in a fucking protest crowd of motherfucking people, sir. Yeah. Like this is the, that is the the level of entitlement. I'm sorry, Mister One K. You follow me. I follow you. Um, <laughs> This is, that's, that's white leftist bullshit entitlement. I don't have to wear an ass. Like, you doing a little poll, like, am I an asshole? Yes, you're, ATA, you are the asshole. <laughs> yes, you are. Please, Put please. on a fucking, it's not that hard, bro. There was bro. an article about um, why people are, in quotation marks, addicted to wearing their mask. And I was like, we're not addicted to wearing a mask. We don't want COVID. Like, yeah, it's, none of us want to die. It's still, it's still a pandemic. I, I, I understand. It's been a long time. We're tired. We want to be free. We want to go outside. We want to have fun. Da, 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 da. But like, it's still a pandemic. There's still, the virus is still mutating. Like, we can have stronger variants, variants that don't, aren't. Like, the fact that India is even going through what it's going through right now should be enough for you to like want to put your mask on in a group of like in a crowded group which is also like part of the rule like you should wear your mask in a crowded group if you're walking by yourself outside and you have a mask on you and you don't want to wear it outside but you're by yourself and you're just like walking somewhere fine yeah right like that's fine but if you're in a if you're in a group if you're if it's more than three people outside that you don't know these three people outside. There's one, two, three of us in here. And if there was more than that outside. And then what if people are immunocompromised? Yeah. Like you don't give a fuck. Like that's that shit that that's that shit that when people talk about, oh, you know, people aren't actually in solidarity. That's that's where that's where it comes from. Like <clears throat> it doesn't hurt you to wear a mask. Just put on a mask. Um, damn mask. Okay, so with that as well, um, they're saying this Thursday, kids can potentially start getting the COVID vaccine. The Pfizer. So 12 plus years old. Let's. I'd, I'd be interested to see what the rates of those kids getting vaccinated are. I feel like people who... For, this, for here, because Massachusetts is one of the highest um, vaccination rates in right. the country. So I'd be interested to ju- just see like what people are like. How it will correlate to their kids. Like I said, when I was at the vaccination site, this lady was talking about how her son is... 15 um and he's gonna be 16 at the end of the year and he and she was like hoping that they would do this because she's she didn't want to wait until he turned 16 in december or something like that and so i don't know she was she was hispanic like probably caribbean hispanic um but i'm not sure (laughs) um i'm not i'm not i was gonna say i'm not sure how like how other people are really thinking about it, you know? Yeah. Because I haven't really talked to that many parents. I think, I think, did Mike say yes? I think Mike said, yeah, he would. He wants his kids, his kid to get it. The one who's old enough. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember. He wants, Um, he wants MJ to get it. I think the, I think he wants his kids to get it. I think also, like, all of my friends want their kids to get it. Yeah, I mean, I was, that was, Mike was the only one who had, who has a kid old enough. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, cause, uh, yep. Um, okay, but uh, on to the next. Let's talk. About, what's the BPD City Council thing? Okay, so they had a meeting talking about because it's budget season coming up. Oh yay! So the only thing the city council can do. Um, they had a meeting with the BPD, and it was just a bunch of bullshit per usual. How they were talking about how. Um, obviously they were supposed to cut the BPD budget, but BPD instead, uh, they went crazier and they just spent more money last mm-hmm. year because of, you know, they like to blame the protests and a bunch of other, f- in COVID and Oh yeah, running people but, over with our cars cost so much money. Do you, do you realize how much thing we could get? So yeah, that was something that was happening, um, with that. And it was an interesting meeting. I would go back and see review. I was looking for like an actual review of it besides random things on Twitter, but just asking them, I know Julia Mejia was kind of going very hard on them, per usual, about, like, basically what the, what have any of their efforts actually led to, like, <laughs> things being done or things being prevented, okay. and the answer is typically no, or they don't have data on it, which is really interesting because they have so much data on, like, everything else, but they don't have data on how much work they've actually done. So, fun times when you don't have actual data on the things you're supposed to be doing. But, whatever, because as we give them a shit ton of money, we should not pay attention to that. Because we should let it slide. Because it's the police and they should just be trusted. I just, like, people keep saying, like, well, what would you do if you got robbed? Okay, remember when somebody broke into James' car? And the, and the police officer got there. He was mad rude, mad dismissive. You know, black man, you could have been nicer, sir. <laughs> um, we was very afraid. <laughs> we had never been robbed before. Never had a car to police, sir. We were very young, about nineteen, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> and he was mad, like dismissive. I was like, he was like, oh yeah, you know, check the trash cans, whatever. Like, so I don't know. It's so nonchalant. We were like wallet missing, important information missing. Him window broken on the car. Da 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 da. Him no care at all. Him like he like we were stressed. Like I'm like dang sir, you could at least been a little comforting. Like police are just like if you ever interacted with the police, you know how ineffect ineffective they are and just like like how they make the situation worse not just in like tangible ways but just in like their demeanor they just make things worse by being there because they're like it takes a certain type of person to be a cop because people a lot of normal people don't want to just fuck people up and and lord over people like so it's a control thing weirdos not having a lack of control in your life and you want to control the law so So. become a cop also, the time my house got broken into when I was, um, like, a young teenager, when I lived in Rosendale, um, the police came and they were like, yeah, we probably won't find anything. Me, like, why did we have to call you then? That's a thing, like... Just, why, did, why did we call you? Because you, all you did was put little fingerprint dust and take pictures so that the insurance company can have something to give And And, that, and that's back. bullshit on itself, the insurance. That's the whole reason, like... That's half the calls that the police get. And, like, why do we need somebody with a gun to come do that? Why can't you just have a regular mofo? Come see. Oh, look. The stuff is gone. Like, why do we need. You know what? what? If I call 911 because my place got broken into, send the insurance company. Like, (laughs) at this point, like, they're not here still. It's It's not like they're holding me under. I need them to come to. It's not like they're holding me under gunpoint. Like, I don't need somebody with a weapon to come here and tell me, oh, I can't, I can't find it. But some of the people on Twitter, they were, they had funnier stories. Like, bro, literally, they'd be like, 
Um, one one cop was like, "Oh, we can't find your phone because it's not an iPhone." And she was like, and then the the girl was like, "Um, but like I can find her phone because, but I like I, we're tracking it right now. We can see where it is." <laughs> He's like, "No, we can't find it because it's because it's not an iPhone." He wrote it down on the fucking paper and left. Like, and and let's not even talk about like the actual like serious like violent crimes that they just fucking ignore make worse like they ignoring like um restraining orders they do that all the time all the time and people get killed people get brutalized like it's like we're paying these people so much money we're funneling so much money into the department and they're not helping you never forget i pay you i just remembered this story my place when i was living in fort hill got broken into um my place in fort hill got broken into i think it was an inside job from an old roommate that, mm. I, that wasn't okay, living there at the time gonna break in. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> they're gonna, they gonna set up a break-in <laughs> <laughs> and um and the detective came there was a, a detective that came to like get all the information from us um, uh, we all showed up a little later though. Like, um, we had one roommate who showed up and that's who called the cops, but the rest of us showed up a little later and we, he was like giving us information. And then like, right before he left, he said, oh yeah. Also the neighbor, um, the neighbor, um, who lives right next to you, he saw the person. So we have a description of the person. And I said, oh, why didn't you fucking lead with that? And he was like, oh, I didn't think it was that important because it's been so long that we don't think we're going to catch him. We have a description, so if there's another robbery, we know, like, this is the guy. But aside from that, like, we can't do anything about it. Like, literally, they were, like, telling people, oh, look in pawn shops around the area. And then the people had to actually buy their stuff back, even Uh, though they know it was their stuff, can prove it was their stuff, police know it was their stuff. It's clearly stolen. Right. Ineffective. So, in conclusion, this city council meeting was basically trying to go over how a bunch of the questions city councilor asked were councilors councilors asked were about like how are they not going to go over the budget and what are they going to do to like prevent yada yada. Basically, things we've been talking about for the past year Boring. are the same questions they've been asking in this meeting. Um, I need steep shit different funding. Day. Just I just want I just want steep steep. And then on to the next thing. So what else did I want to talk about right now? That was funny. Um, oh, you know, I just want y'all to know. Apparently, all the mayoral candidates are people of color. <laughs> most, I think it's most. It li- the the headline said all. Excuse me, <laughs> it said all when I saw it. And if they changed it, they changed it because it said all when I saw it. <laughs> I sent it to you on Facebook. Oh, okay, that's what it is. I was trying to remember. Um, and I'm just saying, like. Anissa, like oh, app- yeah, it does say all, all, yeah, huh? Continue. I'm like, I'm just saying, like Anissa. Apparently, there was some like beef because it says all on the cover, but apparently they didn't call Anissa a person of color in the like the article, article, I guess. Um, but like the thing is, or whatever, <laughs> I'm not gonna begrudge her her person of color, but she's white anyway. But um. Like, you're not a marginalized... You're not a marginalized person because of your race, Anissa. So it doesn't really matter, bro. Like, you're... You're... (laughs) Bro, come on. Like, let's let's not play, bro. You're a white woman. Yeah, I thought she married into... Like, I thought she married a person. No, her 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 dad's Tunisian. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, before you all told me that. 
I'm saying like when I first heard her name, I was like, oh yeah, she definitely. And I saw who she was, so she definitely married into. I'm like, even your dad, bro, like. Me, I just, even him, him, he not really. If you don't understand like the dynamics of the fact that every other of those candidates is actually, like and the world sees them a specific way because right. they're all mainly Latino, Black, or an Asian. And John Santiago kind of slipping because I don't even. He's a little, but you know, close enough. He's enough. He he's he looks like a white Latino baby, but we'll we'll allow it. <laughs> The, the the jury allows it. We're the jury, guys. We're the judge, jury, and the executioner. Thank you. No, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to be grudge. I'm not going to be, sure, but I'm not going to be grudge, Alyssa. I'm not going to be grudge, Anandi, her, um, her, you know, being a woman of color, if that's how she feels, wants to identify, but you're not a marginalized person because of your race, ma'am, and don't pretend that you are, because that's not, you know that. Anyway, you should know that. Um, oh, yeah, fun other fun things about, um, you know, like POC. Uh, <laughs> nonprofit leadership in Boston is apparently becoming more diverse, which... I need a button that goes, yay! Which, I mean, <laughs> that's cool and all, except that those people are not... They're, they Some of them have what, what, what some might call overseer mentality in the sense that... Um, they're also racist. Yeah. Like Uncle Tom syndrome. Like, um, what's the let's talk about like I'll link this article from WGBA. It's my favorite, you know. Mm-hmm. I pro- like actually my favorite is I Bert. saw it and it made me laugh because I was like, it's because this is the issue that we always do. Like Kim Janey's a black mayor. Uh Gross was say a, a black, black man. Go on though. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Gross was a black commissioner. It does not change the wrongs that they do. Like them being black doesn't mean they won't do wrongdoings. And the same thing goes for the nonprofits like field. Like just because you put a black person, Latino and Asian in the position of leadership does not mean the same issues that existed with the white person will Because go away. it's structural. This is what we're, not, we're like this is what the machine refuses to understand about not understand to refuse to admit about racism is that it's structural and that you can put somebody in a face of, of whatever you leave put them in a position of power but because of the way that these these uh you know these what are the organizations and 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 you know all this shit is structured mm-hmm. like you can't you can't change it. Like, you can't even change it from the top. Like, in a sense, like, you have to, most of these things really, like, fundamentally started from white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Like, there are certain things that started from the heads of one white motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And it's just what they think. I mean, and shit. so how can that ever be reformed? It's like, it's just, it's just like. Let's see, look, look, let's look at this. There's a Boston Woman's Fund, and then there's a Massachusetts Commission on the State of Women. Like, you have to acknowledge the fact that we have a bunch of nonprofits that basically effectively do the same thing. King, what's King Boston? There's just a bunch of nonprofits that do effectively the same thing, and that exists for a reason. Oh, because a bunch of those yeah. like to make money. Oh yeah, I know the Boston Foundation is gonna have a person, a black person, <laughs> for the first time since 2001. It's just like I, I don't okay. Like, they, so what? Well, like these nonprofits, they still don't pay people. People are still overworked. You know, pe- like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's man. why. That's why I picked it up because I was like, "This is such a 
like they see it as such a great thing, but it's not a great thing if the nonprofit still maintains the same kind of like culture. life culture and they still do the same negative things that they always do to the community. Like there's no purpose in having a black person there like, and just as a symbol that we like black people. And then sometimes we like listen, like when we get these people in, they decide like, oh yes, I'm from the community, so I know. And they stop listening to the people who are actually being affected. Like, you can say I'm from the community, but now you're the executive director or the whatever, the whatever mm-hmm. of an organization. So you're not the same as these people walking around. And sh- like, you you are in a position of privilege, in a position of power, and you have to recognize that you're not the same person you were mm-hmm. when you were, you know, broke and whatever, whatever, making you know, 300,000 a year. Allison left a comment and said, not to mention that the nonprofit industrial complex exists to prop up white patriarchal, patri- that word fucked me up. Patriarchal. Patriarchal. My, today, my, my languages, both English and Spanish, but fucked up. But patriarchal capitalism <laughs> and it's facts because, like I said, a ton of them that exist to do the same thing. How are you all doing studies on women in childcare? How are you all doing mm. studies on gang oh, violence, yes, and gang violence. violence. Right. Like police, ha- how how does that work that you're all doing you're all getting paid to do the same thing, coming to the same conclusion and none of you having an effective solution. Yeah, and nothing is getting done. Like how does that work? We just throw this is a this is the same thing we do with the police, same thing we do with like when we talk about, you know, for instance Franklin Park. We just we just wanna throw like throw, you know, be like, oh give just give some of these people some money and not the people who need it. Just some I don't know, like I it's like I don't know, the motto of Boston should be like like an outside group of uh, you know what do they call them? The outside think tank, because you know is here. That is something like that because that's all they do with money. That's all. That's the only thing they're willing to fund is 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 hypothetical. They're never willing to fund anything that's actually gonna so do anything. <laughs> like very it's theoretical, beautiful. bitches. It's beautiful. Like I, you could sit here and see watch a BU study for fucking seven years and what has gotten done. They're like, oh, but these outcomes have been so great. How? Like how? When this kid, when this kid that was working, that was in your program, (laughs) when this kid that was in your program is homeless, and this kid that was in your program is in jail, and this kid, like, and one kid went to college, and one kid got a good job, and like, it's like, come on, like. One success story for every, like, 500 people you touch is not a success story. and, And they're like, oh, well. And then, and then it's like the it's like it's like the 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 feeling is like oh well no one else was gonna help them so at least we tried no but you didn't try enough you, you didn't try you, you didn't like from being a person who's like worked in nonprofits like as a young person too like people like people like me and Alejandra were never we were always gonna be what we are right now there was ne- it was never gonna be anything but that because people always believed in us so we are already going to one of the 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 better high schools in the, the city. Most we were we were everybody already expected us to do whatever whatever. Other people, if if you're not the favorite in one in some youth job you're in, then you're fucked. No, yeah. you're not getting extra. You're not getting extra hours. You're mm-hmm. not getting opportunities. You're not getting one on one fucking support. Like, nigga, I don't want to talk to these niggas one on one. So I didn't give a fuck. Like. That I didn't like, then they always gave me a shower since I was the best person, you know, I would be the best person working in these places. But like, if you're not, if you're not somebody's favorite, like you're screwed, bro. Like, and, and, and this is, and, and to be somebody's favorite, you, you have to be the tragic little 
black kid. Oh, it's like the tragic, my tragic life is just girl. so hard. Like, can't do anything. Like, and so some... <laughs> So some young white can come coddle you and do your work for you and just fucking like act like act like they can shield you from racism for the rest of your life. Then you going out into the workforce like fucked, <laughs> fucked. And then and then they want to get mad at people like me talking about, hey, listen, straight up like we could you could come to me and talk about all this shit, the feelings and shit. But like. My nay, it's not. Ne- it's not gonna work anywhere else, bro. <laughs> it's never gonna work anywhere else, and that's not. And that's not me, uh, being an asshole saying that's the way it should be. But that's the way it is, and you're putting people in danger when you don't tell them that. You're putting people in danger when they, when, when you got young black kids thinking that the world's just gonna be, like, okay. Man, the number of people I like, see, I, especially because I, I'm in like a lot of career like Twitter things and like Twitter spheres. In like uh, groups on Facebook, is that so many people face so much trouble when they get into working corporate or like just regular jobs because they think not they think but they hope that their work environment will be one that like will treat them well and like uh, sometimes will acknowledge the issues that they face, especially as Black people. No, they won't. They don't care. And having to deal with that is uh, very hard for people because for some people you were really expecting there to be a change in the system, the change in the way they're treated, and then you show up and. Guess what? Racism still there, microaggression still there, and your job don't care. And then like like sorry, gotta gotta go on a quick nonprofit rant still and get more. Like the other thing is that sometimes not not only does does that favoritism stuff come at the expense of like other people getting like opportunities, sometimes it comes at the expense of like their safety and yeah. well being. Yeah. Um when some people are coddling grown men who are youths but they're 20 years old and they're possibly like raping, you know, a 14 year old because it was, you know, it was consensual, but the nigga's 20 years old and she's 14 and you, well, well, you know, it's really important that this person be here for this thing. Like what? Like we're we're sitting here ignoring red flag after red flag after red flag, and this person is a fucking predator. Like niggas, tch, bruh, you you bet niggas found that out way later. You bet niggas found that out way after they was gone from that that position. Cause who boy, who who boy, who boy? If I would have known then. Anyway, uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so. I just want to say, like, the, the the leadership change, it's not enough. It means nothing. It means nothing. The whole fucking shit is just, is, is rotten to the core. And it's poisonous. And ask anybody who's who's worked there for a long time. Anyone who's not still working there, because they be fucking liars. They be lying. Some people will tell you the truth why they're still working there. But the, so, but if they're, if they're still working there, say, no, but it's better, it's good. It's No, it's not. They're lying. There's nowhere. There's nowhere. Nowhere. So, like, it's that's it. Anyway, next, Franklin Park. Um, oh God, guys. Okay, listen. I didn't even read the headline. I'm gonna be oh, honest with you because let me, let me get it I just knew I was gonna read the article. So, like, reading the headline just doesn't doesn't matter to me. But that article, um, written by Marcela Garcia, who did not choose the headline. She, you know, she's just a a, a columnist, an opinion columnist. 
for, for, for the, the globe. globe. And um, um, oh, I guess we'll start by saying this: we, if you didn't know, we were um, interviewed by Marcella um, a few days ago after our episode about bike life, which is our last episode, ep- episode thirty-seven, because we <laughs> talked about it, and she reached out to us because obviously we're members of the community, and so she wanted to talk to us about it. Um, I would recommend reading it; it's a pretty good article. Um, so people were freaking out over the headline, which was the Boston, um, it's been changed, I think. Yeah. Before, I think it used to say the black and brown Bostonians behind noise at Franklin Park or something like that. And obviously, like, if you just read that title alone, that's obviously very, like, jarring. Like, what do you mean the black and, like, brown people behind the noise? And, you know, when I first read it, I didn't take it that way. Because my brain wasn't, because I knew what the article was. Because, yeah, be we were about. in the article. We were, we were so reading the brain, article, so we didn't. My brain wasn't Our brain wasn't there. But something that we do want to point out is the fact that, like, journalists, the, like, amount of, like, choice they get to have when it comes to selecting the title of their articles is very, like, low. Like, of course, you could say, no, you can't publish it like this. But, like, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, Marcel, as a Mexican American. Like, I don't really believe that a person, like, a Latina like that really has a choice of being able to say no. It's right. like, I, I'm i sorry. That's the way the systems currently are. We're like, do you really think, like, do I really think I'm, like that? Yeah, does she have enough leverage no? to be like, oh, no, change the title. Right. And they'll still be like, oh, we must publish this article that they didn't even want to publish in the first place because no one wanted to talk to the black Bostonians behind the noise at Franklin Park, except right. for Marcella. Like... She was the only person that went out there and actually talked to the fucking people <laughs> riding the bikes and playing the music. Um, amazing. Who would have thunk that maybe if you talk to the people doing the thing that's bothering you, they might have a reason, maybe, because they're people. Wow. Like, Amazing, right? I hope people did read it because we brought up some good points. And I'm going to go into talking about, um, so I'm in a High Park Neighbors group. It's always a mistake to be in it. Every day I consider leaving. But they entertain me from time to time. So this article has been posted like three times or twice um, in the group. And each time a bunch of mainly white people. And they'll be, you know, you have your POCs that go, I'm I'm brown and I don't think this should be done. Shut the hell up. Anywho. (laughs) So they were in a frenzy over it. The one person that posted it, was like, um, I'm glad that I read it because I had never considered those aspects of it. And I said, Thank- that's good that you had never, like, you never thought about it and now you learned something. But most people's reaction automatically, and I think it's still like a headline thing, they'll just go, oh, it's those kids on the damn bikes. We need to stop them. We need to end it. It's the worst thing on earth. Not the- And they're just like not too reactionary to the fact that it's still going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's been happening for years. Maybe you ignored it. Maybe because there's so many now. Maybe because you're gentrifying our neighborhood and you didn't live here before. (laughs) Maybe because you want the neighborhood to be gentrified low-key so that your property can value go up so you can sell your property. Yeah, they mad niggas is running oh. through High Park in their bikes. Me, sorry. What a better place. High Park got, they got little Why? It's not like, they why, got why streets, open? Like, it's safer to be in an American Legion? Like, it's just very funny to see their reactions because people are really it, it was funny to see the reaction of like black bostonians on twitter that know about bike life and bike culture that were like for, that, were, that were mad over the headline because like what the fuck we're not like behind the noise is obviously very kind of like racist yeah um but definitely like, dog whistly let the newspapers love to do that yes shit. local newspapers love that's racism thing. it got them clicks 
The right. only unfortunate part is that people were calling Marcella racist, and I don't know if she was a racist from the conversation I had with her so far. I don't think racist, pero um, never know. Also, I think somebody who wants to shed light on the fact that this <laughs> yeah. is not really that bad of a thing. I, I yeah. gotta say, I, I don't think, like, if you're a racist and you're trying to do that, then you must really fucking love dirt biking. <laughs> right, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was funny. If you're, like, fu- if you're, like, fucking We're talking about hookah and stuff, like, are, she was trying to understand. She was like, you know, I learned so much. Like, honestly, t- sorry to expose her, make her make it hot, but she was just talking about how she learned so much about Dominican culture, about, like, bike life, about... A black American and about all that stuff, like how it, how it comes together and all that stuff, and you know how like it was just a subculture that she she never knew existed and and <laughs> cough white people you never knew it existed <laughs> until you find out and also how she how she learned mad like slang because like you know both speak in Spanish but she's like bruh like Dominican wow. Spanish is like different <laughs> it's something else it's something anyway <laughs> um but, but also real quick can we talk about the damn zoo? <laughs> uh, I just want to say, like, I just think that maybe the animals don't want to mate for, like, the similar reasons to, like, why I wouldn't have wanted to mate had I been stolen mm-hmm. from my homeland. I don't know about the animals specifically, but they might have been put on boats similarly <laughs> to some people, you know, and then they were put in cages, you know, put on display, you know, made to... Do little pretty tricks for everybody, uh, and and, and watch constantly. Like you know, I mean, next thing you know, they're gonna have giraffes picking motherfucking cotton. So I'm just saying, and you know where they came from, Africa. Africa. Oh, oh, interesting. I just think me and the zoo animals kind of gotta understand it because that light has sounded sad my whole life. That's Excuse why I want to introduce this new book I just got from Dr. Umar Johnson. It's called um, Snow Bunny uh, <laughs> Therapy, Snow Bunny Crisis Therapy for Black Male Beta uh, Black Male Beta Coons. Yes, uh, <laughs> important, <laughs> necessary. Um. Anyway, but, no, yeah. but I'm saying, but like honestly, like. I, I don't want the animals to be, like, in distress, but I also feel like being, like, it's literally a whole different climate. Like, this is a different time zone. The sun go down at a different time. Like, bro, I wouldn't want to mate either, bro. Like, how many gener- like how many generations are they in? Are these, like, new me, animals? Me, I was going to say, like, some of them just been born in captivity. What do you do? Sometimes that's even like, worse. That, like, no, that's what I'm about to say. That's what I'm about to say. Like, what, would you want to mate? Would you want to bring more kids into this? Uh, Allison put a comment that said, it's a fact that eighty, at least 80% of zoo animals are antidepressants. I think I knew this before. I saw your comment today about this today as well. But I knew this before because I, like, I have watched different things, especially about like dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins get very depressed. Um, as they should, rapey-ass motherfuckers. No! Dolphins are Don't keep nice. them in captivity. They be raping everything and everything, and everyone is like... Shut up. Leave Anywho, them alone. Um, so I learned this, and it was just like, why do we continue to keep... We're like, we do this for the preservation of their like species meat. No, 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 no. You know, you know what will preserve their species? Stop destroying the planet. That's all you had to do. Like, this is a fun thing. They be like, but... Leave them the fuck alone. I just saw a post, actually... That that really highlighted um, how I feel about this. It was talking. It was it was talking about like why 
even even like white vegans still act really weird about animals. Um, first said very cold take, but the reason I think a lot of set settler vegans view meat as murder and therefore immoral is because they cannot get past their colonial mindset of viewing all interactions as either consumption or domination instead of the reality of a vast web of mutually beneficial and self-sustaining relationships with the ecosystem and each other. And then another person went on to talk about like Christianity and how if if you know you use imperial Christian mindset, God said you know man has dominion over all the an animals and da da da. And so they can't reconcile that, like, things can eat things, bro. They think they can. They think they're gonna teach nature how to be humane. <laughs> Jordan called dolphins the booty warriors of the of terrible. the aquarium. <laughs> terrible. Both of you are horrible. Terrible. <laughs> horrible. I love it. And uh, um, and Allison mentioned uh, manifest destiny, which is facts. Yeah. Like people just think they own everything. Oh, I I especially see this, but with the Inuit people, mm -hmm. um. A lot of them are on TikTok, which I love because I love learning about indigenous cultures. It's very nice because you don't really get to hear from them, them like themselves, because white people from like to their talk mouth about indigenous people, but not have indigenous not, people. Not from anybody <laughs> else's mouth. But they talk a lot about how like they'll eat a whale still because obviously it's one of the and seal because those are the things they've been eating for centuries. And people on TikTok, all of the course, comments will be like, "You're murderers! How dare you? You're you're the reason they're going extinct." And I'm like, "And not the massive amounts of fishing and just the yeah. destroying the, the, the oil right spill." My thing is, my thing is, I don't like. I I think like I think I think a lot of these a lot of these people have to need to admit that they don't think that people of color deserve to live. Yeah. Because I don't know if you know about something called the permafrost, but like, you know, there's like a certain time of year in the area where where Inuit people like live where you it's like frozen and you really can't dig further than like just a little bit. So like there's some a couple little shrubs and you can eat that but like that's about it and like I don't know anybody else has seen but I've saw seen like a lot of things from like for instance the Anchorage grocery store where they have strawberries and them motherfuckers be like twenty six ninety nine and I don't know how much food you think a family needs but I know that if I can't even just have like. One figure, like twenty twenty six dollars, can can get me food. Like that's that could feed a family for at least a day. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I don't know what y'all are talking about, bro. But you want people to starve, like yeah. you, like because they don't overfish. They they use what they need. They I mean they they take what they need and they use every bit of it. Like they like I, like white people are so convinced that nobody knew how to do this stuff sustainably because yeah. they refused to. Like, and they've been doing it for so long that they probably they probably have a big part in like how the like circle of life there is like like the ecosystem there like if they're if they've been hunting whale for fucking hundreds of years you would think that like maybe the whales like overpopulate so that they don't you know to compensate for that shit or it helps somehow I don't know fucking hun it's hunting 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 like like hunting is supposed to like help the ecosystem like low-key it, it, do, it does it if does, you do yeah. it right if you do it which right. is why like when people go hunting in africa it don't make sense because yeah, that's no, not what you're supposed to do right. unless you're like a, a native like tribe yeah, actually yeah. hunting for just their meal and not for fun yeah but, but um dumb animals I, i'm gonna be honest with you i don't really care about them <laughs> um because 
uh, zoos shouldn't exist. No. And that's... And I'm taking my little brother to one for his birthday. And it shouldn't exist, and you shouldn't go. It's anti-black. Um, <laughs> but I, I, it's funny, I was going to say earlier that I like, you know, like... Zoo is a right like white story. Like white evangelical vegans to the albino dude who whips himself in... Um, um Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't remind me of that. I hated reading. Yeah, I read it. I read it. I watched it. Evil. I am evil. I am evil. Anyway, we've been on this for so long. We've been in local news for mad long. Um, Kim Jamie is like, yo, what if Long Island come back, maybe? Yeah, she she's, <laughs> she's floating. I didn't like that irony in the in the headlo- headline. She's floating, floating the, the idea, idea of fairies. Yeah. Me die. Where's Long Island? Long Island. It's is, just a little island, yeah. in, like the Harbor Islands, basically. Yeah. You know, it's like off Quincy, which is. If she wants to like make it a place where people. Well, live. this has been no, a, it's, um, this has been an issue for a couple of years. So it used to be like a shelter yeah. where like a lot Drug of the people that people center. could yeah, yeah that are on, on Mass Ave used to get treatment. Mm. It's since been closed because it was, they said... The bridge was unsafe. Yeah, they said Mm. people's going to die. You can't get across this safely. Mm. So now she's considering this idea of a ferry, which has been brought up, I swear, like two years ago or a year ago. Mm -hmm. And these are like old ideas, nothing new. Um, I don't quite understand why she even talked about it because this ferry idea is, is still like... The issue with the ferry idea is if somebody is overdosing, you need to be able to get them from the island back inland. Right. quickly because right. there's not te- they'll have like little field hospitals but they won't have a hospital hospital right. so the point is you should be able to get them out of the island quickly and back inland mm. but a ferry can't do that and the other option would just constantly be having helicopters, a helicopter which and it would cost expensive. so much money because mm. people would overdose like a lot because it's a drug treatment center mm. um and this is the this is what happens every single time people talk about long island that's why i don't that's why i'm like i don't i think it's such a waste of time that's why i feel like especially when residents do it i'm like like can 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 i need a politician to just say long island's never happening I don't even, even if it happens in five years, I just need you to tell them that it's never happening because it's not going to happen in a time frame where we need stuff to happen. We don't have time for this. Like, we, we need don't. A, we need temporary solutions for now mm. and then long-term solutions. We only talk about these long-term solutions, but Long Island's been closed at this point almost five years or something like that or longer. Like, right. it's going to approach 10 years within, like, a few years. Mm-hmm. 10 years of it being closed and... Instead of having the solution of what was going to happen, we've just crowded all of our resources into one area, which is mainly just the South End and Roxbury, and we were like, okay, cool. And then, what else? That's yeah. it. Like, it's just, it's, it's mind-blowing because they keep floating these ideas instead of floating solutions. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't keep floating ideas when the, pro- when legitimately somebody um Yahida today posted pictures of like feces on her mom's uh like it's literally scoop. every day like, like these are things day. that happen every day so we need solutions that are gonna start working today it's not a in five years we'll have this bridge built in five right. years we'll have this f- fully fixed because it's also the issue of not only was the bridge fucked up but whatever's on the island, those buildings are also aging. Yeah, they're like old. And without people actually having been there for the past couple of years, guess what happens to a building yeah. that doesn't actually get worked on? And, and I, also, I also said it's been longer. I feel like, yeah, it's been like, what, since like 2013? That's what I thought, but I didn't want to. I'm not like positive. forgot about like... Um, because I feel like it was right after Marty. Yes, like so I feel like it was right after he... Um, I love how people forgot about Santiago's trip to Charlie Baker's house in like... Like, 
Domingos is like mm-hmm. yelling at Charlie Baker's wife. Tw- in 2014. Yep. Yeah. So what's like that? So what, that like six, seven years? Yeah, seven years. Wow. Whew, that's damn near it's, it's 10, ten years. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, it's 2014. Marty Walsh took office, what, 2013? And, uh, and that's about when the heroin epidemic was, like, ramping up. Oh, and yep. with that, um, also, um, there was a statistic released about how this year um, the opioid crisis, like, has taken 5% more lives, like, 5% more overdoses. So there was an increase, a uh, 5% increase in overdoses, overdose deaths, yes, I was correct, in 2020, and amongst the highest of fatalities was black men. In Massachusetts? Yes. So, cool, because... That's, like, listen... It's it's serious out here, man. Like, this is this is why. <laughs> Look, I, how many how many episodes are me and Malaysia just gonna have to tell you how important this issue is? Like, and how it's, we need it's hard. It's now. hard. It makes me feel like like sometimes we like oh, like we talk about this every time, but it's the same thing every week. Like, I, like I like what new can I say except like you have to do something. Like they're not <laughs> even we haven't got to the starting point of actually doing anything except come and fuck people up by the police like that's the all that's the only Their step they've taken so far just like we'll send out um the advocacy people and like some of the recovery people once in a while they'll go out there but i'm like they don't even have enough people like there are so many people out there on a day-to-day basis people can't like you can't just have one person come to you within like two weeks I need constantly you coming up to people, people like right. daily. I need you daily coming up to people like, are you trying to get clean today? Like, what resources do you need? Do you need help getting a home? Do you need this? And it, and it, like and, and and like they're really like they've really ignored it for years. Like, just left people standing on Mass Ave like it's cool, and it's like it's affecting their lives. It's affecting our lives. You like know how wild it would be for Boston to open up a fuck ton of jobs just specifically for this. Man, take some of that police money. Make some of the police officers just that. That's no. your job now. You gotta no be on more gun. Sorry. No more gun. You just gotta. You can still be a cop in can name, but you are gonna be out there every day just helping people get clean or get whatever they want because some people just don't want to be clean. That's that's their choice. That's their business. It's helping people make sure they're healthy. They're not dying on the street. Like we need people to not be dying on the street. We and need the clean we community. We are also not. Right, encroaching on like needles and poop facts and everything I mean, and we else. need a clean community in the sense that inv- the environment needs to be clean if uh, if kim Janey did anything remotely close to like making to like creating a system in which it to do that to like create jobs for that she'd probably be go down as like the best mayor unfortunately she cannot because she doesn't have much she can do as acting mayor yeah not right now yeah <clears throat> that that's an issue when we criticize Kim Janey. It's with respect of her abilities are quite limited, but she still has abilities. And she was also city council yes. and city council president. To yes. be clear, so it's not like she's power. she was nothing. She had especially she had push. And um, let's be clear, whose district is the South End? And it was Kim Janey's district. Like. Not gonna lie, she she, was she quite, dropped the ball. She was quite repeatedly, dismissive. repeatedly. So, it, you know, it did what it did, but whatever. Um, but um, um, also, our last... yeah, last local piece of news is um about um local Native American um groups seeking action on unsolved murders and disappearances uh, of Indigenous girls and women. 
Um, there was an event in JP that was held to bring light to the issue. And that's like, we've mentioned it before. It's mm-hmm. like a huge issue. It's one of the, that they, like, they have some of the highest rates of um, like disappearance and, and unsolved, especially. Yes. Um, and yeah, everywhere in the country, like. It's a massive issue, especially like, um, was it last year or two years ago when that young girl um, disappeared at Cape Verdean? Um, yeah. They just got, I can't remember where she was. Um, but she disappeared and she was killed and that this it's a very common thing for Oh they just talk about her. Oh wow. Um, I didn't even read the whole article. That's the funny part. J- I still don't know how to say it. I'm so I, sorry. Yeah. Damn, I'm sorry. Ja ja Mid Center? It's right here. Yeah. Oh, um Jalagia. Okay, Jalagia mm-hmm. Finkley. A plus. I love that. But That's um pretty. she um was murdered. my people so if this is an issue that's like very close to like home because it happens it happens all the time repeatedly and because you know we think of indigenous people as living on their own for some reason we know why white supremacy um we don't pay attention to the fact that they're disappearing that they're dying that they're just gone and nobody Mm -hmm. knows why and then sometimes when they die there's never a reason for it there's never an exclamation an explanation for it and um, one of the mothers there was talking there was, about their yeah, daughter. There was also Nanette Olson who um, died under mysterious circumstances. I remember her in South mm-hmm. Boston in t- 2018. And they and they feel like police department and her mother Jane um, felt like was talking about how police departments um, don't pay attention or they feel like they they feel like police um, no one would talk. Blah, blah. He said no one would talk to her. Um, and it was be- and she felt like it was because they're Micmac. Um, no, that's fair. And that's fair. And it's, yeah. it's something we, that's why I think I make a point of always pointing this stuff out because people forget it so often. People forget that um, Native Americans, indigenous, indigenous people, people. Um, they're, they're, they're not a lot of them in this country, but they still have the highest rates of like addiction, um, murders and like diabetes, disappearances, a diabetes, a, um, lot a lot of them. And if they live on reservations, often deal with issues of like water insecurity, yeah, food like insecurity, internet, power. Like, um, you know, I we we talk about a lot of things as like if they're like the super past, like the distant past. We don't it's we don't now. recognize that there are people in the United States of the United States, <laughs> the United States and United States, um, that don't have power, don't mm-hmm. have. We know people don't have clean water, mm-hmm. you know, and all that like. We have to, like, yeah. And ain't no saviors to save us. Period. Anyway. Well, on to, yeah. Like, uh, anyway, we need to, we need to, we need to find these, we need yeah. to find these missing people. We need to investigate people's murders. Black oh and my brown God. and indigenous you women. You know what this reminds me of? There was an episode of 911 that hit my soul because it was on a topic like this where a mother was um, trying to beat up her daughter's ex-boyfriend because she was like, you were the last person they saw her with. So, so tell me tell, tell me where my daughter is. Um, and it wasn't, her, it wasn't, and it was only because Angela Bassett in the show is a cop, uh, ACAB, but um, <laughs> she's a cop. So she saw, she recognized that this was an issue. And only then after having another black woman recognize that this was actually like her daughter was for real missing and not just wandering like they like to say people wander um, they'd be like oh maybe they ran away that they Why? were able to find her and i was like this is something that happens a lot for black and brown women and indigenous people they will just say you wandered away yeah that you ran away like i'm telling 
I'm like, like I'm, I'm telling you, right you they're n- they didn't run away. Didn't. I'm telling you they didn't run away. Like, look for them, you know. Um, but um, but anywho, so let's jump to national news. Okay, very exciting story. My favorite story of the week: the coastal pipeline. It's not my favorite story of the week. I'm lying, but it is a fun one. The coastal pipeline, which is a pipeline that brings gas from Texas oh, all the way yeah. to like, you should eat it. Make it a mukbang. Mukbang. I'm hungry. I'm hungry, guys. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll talk. You got it. Coastal pipeline, it bring gas from Texas all the way to, like, New Jersey. was shut down after some ransomware attack. They're saying it's a Russian group, but they like to say Russians do everything because I don't know why. It's fun. It's, it's easy. easy. You know, it's easy to be like, yeah, Russians did it. But this pipeline delivers approximately, like, 45% of the fuel for the East Coast coast which is why this thing was like a big deal and why people started like freaking out and doing getting yo, gas people and they were like yo no gas we gotta run which i didn't notice the day that i guess that happened or like the right day day after i went to costco to get gas and the gas thing was full and i was like what the hell's wrong with people <laughs> this thing is never full like this i get gas here all the time why is it full pipeline people freak out it was more of a thing in the south and still is more of a thing in the south where um like South Carolina, Florida, and Georgia were all kind of um, extremely worried about it because 45% of your gas could disappear or not come. So um, people were freaking out. And, you know, that's the thing when people freak out is that you had a bunch of people buying gallons upon gas, like tons of gasoline and putting it in plastic bags. bags. I don't know what that was. Um, Gas doesn't belong in bags. Gas can burn through bags. Or people put... Or people stacking sideways gas canisters. But people are gonna in their, ex- go, in their explode truck. their whole house. You also, you know, gas um expires. I know you watch a lot of movies and like in fifty years in the apocalypse <laughs> they can still drive the cars. But gas expires, bro. It expires really quickly too. Like it expires in like three months, bro. Sorry. And also <laughs> about gas is that people, I don't know if I talked about it. We might have talked about it a few weeks ago, but I'll bring it up again. People have been complaining a lot about the price of gas and how it's been going up a lot. And it's, it's very expensive compared to last week, but the last week, last month, last year. <laughs> but the reason why is because last year nobody was driving mm. and that drove the cost down. Because nobody was driving, there was no real purpose of using as much yeah, gas. Yeah, y'all remember typical. 2019? The gas was high as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, 20, it's 2021 now, pandemic's over, according to, you know, people. Mm-hmm. And, um... I forgot to put the article about this. Yeah, I was like, I went to look for it and I forgot. But, um, so the pandemic's over, according to people, and everybody's back on the, back on the streets, which means... Um, you have to produce more gas, and I don't know if pe- people know this, but gas is one of those markets that's very much just people making up shit. People make up how much they want to, they want to put, they want to charge you. They want to say, you know, it's a bunch of like. Yeah, like to purchase a crude oil by the barrel is twenty dollars a no, barrel. No, they just making shit like, up. They're like Russians bro, are charging this much, ask? Venezuelans are charging this much, did the Saudis are charging this. And they play around with it. They that. said they acted dinosaurs. Ask, did you ask the earth how much you're selling its blood for, bro? So, I don't um, think so. Just so people know, that's why gas is kind of expensive. Because when I donate plasma, they only give me like like 30 bucks for the whole bag. Now, I wish my shit was oil, because I get like 30 bucks a gallon. You know what I'm saying? I give all my plasma out. You know what I mean? I'm wondering about gallons. <laughs> anyway, um... 
Yeah, so that was fun. Um, the next thing on this list, we might as well, because none of these things are connected. Um, the next thing I had on the list was about um Montgomery County in um what's that place, Maryland. Um, so the Montgomery County school system, they got people, they got like there is about like thirty thousand dollars or something in unpaid lunch debts. Six schools have more than 10,000 in meal debts. Oh, okay. Um, so there's roughly... <gasps> ooh, way more. <laughs> yeah. There's roughly uh, 16,000 students owing 365826 dollars That was in January 2020. Um, to, to their school for fucking lunch debt. For food. That's effectively... That's effectively $1,000. Like... A, a day. So basically, for a year. Um, the reason I'm telling you this isn't actually about that that per se. It's about the fact that they're considering um serving alternate meals for students what who have lunch debt. That means giving them a nasty ass nothing sandwich no, instead of sorry, a hot food, me. which is already not enough. No, and these are me. elementary schools. Some of them. You can't. You can't do this to me. I'm poor. I ain't got no food at home. How you gonna make me have less food? Yeah, no, like I'm. I watched. How that work? Um, this was this article is from May fifth, and I and I watched um I watched the Young Turks talk about it, and Jank was like, oh, but it, I, you know, it's not that. At least they're still getting food. Like back in my day, they didn't get any food. I'm like, um, that was fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, and also like I remember, uh, back at like the Renaissance, they used to. Like, even if they just, like, ran out of food. Like, if you have money and they ran out of food, you get, like, a nasty-ass sun butter sandwich. Yeah. That shit looked like shit. Yeah. It looked like shit on a piece of bread. It yeah. had, like, the thinnest layer of jelly on the other side. Yeah. Niggas didn't even, like, me personally, me being niggas, didn't even like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. So, um, if I ever got there too late to get food, I was fucking screwed. Yeah. Um, and that's not even because I didn't have lunch money. So, yeah. um... And I just think, like, how how do we sit here and act like we're the best country in the world and we just can't even give kids... Just give kids lunch, that's Ooh, all. It's wild, lunch, bre- Breakfast, lunch, that's all you need. It kind of goes beyond that, too. Like, if you look at it right now, like, there's a lot of legislation that's being um, passed that's effectively, like, ruining... Um, not ruining, but, like... I mean, like, yeah, like, ruining, um, like schools that are predominantly black or like don't have the money for these for like are don't have the resources like these like these kids who are 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 in debt it's like um there are schools that are passing legislation that's like if you teach about racism you're not going to get your we're pulling funding from you from schools that are already like less funded right there's like it's weird how all the not weird but it's just like wild halls is all kind of happening at at once like everybody's like effectively just saying like fuck them kids allison <laughs> said um some rich dude needs to just pay for all that which is yes because that's not even a lot of money like the yogurt dude that yeah paid like, for rhode island right, yeah he like he could come back that dude who always talks about being an ethical billionaire on C- cnbc 
He could he that could pay you. He's I so annoying. So oh my gosh, he's so annoying. Every tweet he wants to remind me he pays his employees a living wage. Shut the hell he's up. He's so annoying. Can you pay for the damn uh Montgomery County school school I debt? Okay, thank you. Thank you for paying your employees a living wage thing. Uh, so you know much. that actually makes your business better. Like it makes you, yeah. <laughs> you you have better business outcomes when you pay your employees a living wage for a lot of reasons. Um, and that's just like, if you think rationally, you would recognize that anyway. I will say, um, um, the update was the school board has pulled the proposal because they knew they were fucking up. Yes. Yeah, yes, so Allison said ethical millionaire. <laughs> right. Facts, right exactly. Part. Right. I'm a millionaire, but I only pay myself $70,000 a year. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, Congratu- congratulations <laughs> The second I start making a million dollars I don't give a fuck about ethics bro Just keep giving me my money See that's the problem mm-hmm. with uh, That's that's True. why people don't need to make that much money <laughs> You're you're the clearest example right here uh, But also can we quick again like, like let's talk about the fact that School lunches are not even enough food To begin with mm-hmm. Imagine they take away your four nuggets To give you a, a nothing sandwich And like thinking about it now How many of us had like allergies and didn't know it Like the food they give you Is like allergy central Like allergy or like Intolerance central right, like, they, like, they were stuff. I was talking to Ice about this But like they were stuffing you with milk a right. lot of us cannot process milk. That's why black, half black, of us all these black milk. children cannot process this damn milk. milk. You want to eat milk, milk and cheeseburgers and shit and milk. chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets and broccoli, broccoli. You see bears drinking raccoon milk and rotten fruits. You don't make no yeah, those fruits sense. always be rotten. Yo, remember when the turkey? Oh, the turkey used to look like Freddy Krueger, bro. <laughs> There's holes, bro. There's holes all in it. I only really had the chicken nuggets and the pizza. I'm going to be honest with you. Yo, yo, BLA food, the first year, delicious. Oh, fire. (laughs) They gave you enough. The shit was bomb. And then they were like, oh, health. Okay, why does health mean you reduce the amount of food you give me? A, nasty, and you don't even give me enough. I'm like, why why are you going to take away my fish filet? Like, is that not healthy enough? Can I have my fish? They used to give us baked fish on a... Like, they started giving us baked fish on some bread. Just raw, baked, no fucking (laughs) breading on the fish. Baked fish with, like, maybe butter, no salt. And then remember the peas they used that. to sell? They used to give us at the Renaissance? The, like, discolored peas? I remember. The Renaissance had this. I had some of my worst lunch experiences <laughs> as yeah, a Renaissance. Same. I got one time. You know why I never drank chocolate milk again after the fifth grade or the sixth grade? Because one time I got a chocolate milk that was as thick as yogurt. And it was <laughs> it ruined my life. And I never drank another carton of chocolate milk like that again. <laughs> I hated milk, so every time I saw milk at school, I was like, "Where's the water?" And I, I hated wish. and I hated water for a very long time in my life. So me wanting water was I wish I, I love water, and I wish they would offer that. I remember one time the cafeteria ladies threw away our food, um, and that was like what fourth grade or something, and because we got down there late, I think, and then we went up and told the teacher the lady threw away the ladies threw away our stuff while we were still eating, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, she's about to she's about to order us pizza," and then the security guards convinced her that we were probably lying, so they just brought us up like. The gross pizza from the cafeteria, and it was like the thinnest slice possible. I'm sitting here like, y'all, y'all are evil, like <laughs> y'all the devil. Yeah, it was, some, it was probably some. Was it a? Was the security guard white? No, I think it was freaking. Oh, I know. I, I, I was it a Dabinga? No, it no. was. Oh, maybe. Was it Simba? No, 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 no. 
It was what was that man? It might have been his. I think his name was Marcus. I think it was him. Anywho. The one with the locks. So yeah. Anywho, so um, freaking Bostonians talking about Okay, Jack. This is a we should do this again sometime podcast ad take one. In a world where laughter was king. No, in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no, in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No, in a land either. In a time... I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, that's a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again Sometime? It's hosted by Kat Chinetti and the Mark Rob, please. One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We should do this again sometime with Kat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. cigarettes have fiberglass in them that open up the the they cut your throat open so that the the menthol part can go inside so do people smoke regular cigarettes or do people mainly smoke menthol cigarettes well it depends it depends on if you like if you if you like black people (laughs) like menthols because nobody want to be killing themselves unless you're old you don't want to be tasting that because it's like like you think about how bad a newport smells and then a regular non-menthol cigarette is like murder death. Like it's ter- that tall shit. Like the thing about menthols is that they're supposedly they have a better taste, <laughs> which yeah. they still taste nasty. But yeah. the taste is, I guess, enough to make it better, than yeah. more appealing than smoking a regular cigarette. In college, I picked up smoking for a very short amount of time. Uh, I'm not proud, but um, shame. There was there there were very little menthols and a lot of racist jokes about them, um, because white people don't smoke menthols like that. Because, like cigarettes are really gross, like <laughs> gross. But backwards, oh my god! Yes, yeah, so menthols and backwards—they coming for them. Um, they're trying to ban them, which isn't. I don't me. They better not touch my game. Me, months. but does banning anything work? I just you can ban. See but. me. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, see, I'm the worst, because you should definitely be in backwards, because backwards are nasty. <laughs> and flavored, and flavored tobacco, like flavored tobacco, yo, yeah, if you roll in, if you roll in a blunt, flavored tobacco. Flavor? Mm, I don't know it's about you. It's a little you. judgment. There's a little bit. She pulling out. You better she, go get she a She pulling leaf, out bro. some, like, flavored, like, some French vanilla flavored something meat. Ooh, you're That's nasty. gross. You're grody, bro. 
Anyway, me, me I'm, I'm anti-cigarettes. I think cigarettes are the worst thing ever be introduced to people because... Especially in Boston because y'all like to be up in my... Up in, oh my God, so... Yeah, you know, to be honest, no. to be honest, like, they already been menthols in here in mm-hmm. Massachusetts. I mean, life has been hard um, since for a lot of people. <laughs> and I'm like, I just don't want to when like, this corona is over. I don't want to go back to the world and people are now smoking regular cigarettes. Ugh. That sounds terrible because those people were like getting them shipped from like New Hampshire mm-hmm. and stuff. Imagine you go back to the world and people are like now like you are you're standing in Dudley and people are smoking like actual gross cigarettes. I'd be mad. I ain't gonna hold you. Anyway, smoking um, American spirits. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like. Do you imagine seeing a nothing but a bunch of like Dudley Dudley heads walking around smoking like. Loose tobacco, like do cam. What about camels? The camels, camels are regular. Right? I once camels saw somebody right. from BLA talking about smoking. Uh, what's the, the spirits? What's American spirits. American spirits, and I said, "What?" Hmm. Camel whites are all right. Camel crushes are all right. Okay. Okay. I, I don't want to hear about the, the. But tell me about um um uh, Miss Miss uh, Miss uh, Miss Warren and Miss Mr. Sanders. So there, they was talking about expanding food aid to mm-hmm. college students. So, and, and basically, like, you know, making sure that people, like, their advisors and their people that, like, whatchamafucking call it, that, that like, you know, do their paperwork stuff, <laughs> like, tell them that they might be eligible, eligible for SNAP. Um, and... It's facts. It's, yeah. It's something... When I went to UMass Lowell, that was something that was talked about at one point. I can't remember when, but because the large part of UMass Lowell schools commuters a lot of them face like food insecurity and also housing insecurity because mm-hmm. college is fucking expensive no matter how poor you are right like no matter how much money they give you you'll still be poor in college and um that was something like that was mentioned about like how they had programs or whatever but this is really good because um yeah that exists they need to make use of it like imagine having like in college having like an extra like fifty dollars a month right. to, just by like for food that would have been great especially because people who have to work jobs oh you know gosh. you're never getting there the, the thing is closed by the time you get back you could have to just go to the grocery store real quick that'd pick be up, so go to nice. Walgreens, pick up a snack sometimes um because your schools don't be having food right um also so this this was like part of the relief package in december mm-hmm. they made um students who were eligible for work study or had an expected family contribution of zero or qualify um, for the maximum Pell Grant on their FAFSA um, would you know be eligible for SNAP, mm-hmm. and so Liz and and the Burner are trying to make it um, permanent, like a permanent thing. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense to have it a permanent. I mean, they want the kids to eat. Like yeah. I said, they don't want the kids to starve. It's it's a very straightforward. I said concept. I said Bernie and kids want the Bernie and Liz want the kids to live. It's quite hilarious at the number of things that have like come through with the pandemic that I'm just like, yeah, we can keep them, guys. We can keep this. Like, um, well, we'll go to the next topic. Biden is threatening people to go back to work or lose unemployment benefits, and this is a quote from like a little press conference he gave. I think it was today or yesterday. Um, anybody collecting unemployment who is offered a, sa- a suitable job must take the job or lose their unemployment benefits. Now, the biggest issue with this is... What do you people- mean suitable? Yes. That's what Am I getting about. paid enough to live? It's unsuitable if I'm not getting paid enough to live, ho. Because um, the people like the people we see the most not returning to their jobs are people at <laughs> our typical low-level jobs, which are like working at Chipotle or working at um, like any fast food places. Those are the people that are Retail. truly not... Re- 
not returning to their jobs because they're making more off unemployment, which um, Republicans stop thinking that means they're lazy. No, it means you should have been paying them more. So they had they have an incentive to actually go back to work because what incentive do I have to go if I'm going to lose money? Do you see how scared, though? Do you see how, how, how well a general strike would work, though, guys? Like, do you see how scared they get, they get the moment that people even, like, sort of hint at maybe they deserve something better than, like, slavery? They get so... They're like, oh, you gotta, they you gotta go get the 725 that's all you need. They get told. I, mean, <laughs> like, I think Chick-fil-A, because of this and how, like, widespread their issue was with staffing, they're now saying they're bringing up their minimum wage to, like... For a lot of places, um, it like they're bringing it up to like thirteen or to fifteen, one of those two. So it's gonna be like fifteen. The goal is for everybody to get to fifteen. That's not fifteen already. And I'm just like, bro, fifteen is not enough. Fifteen wasn't was, it, was uh, barely enough when me and Malaysia were fighting for it in two thousand and eight, seventeen, sixteen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and guys, it's, it's been five years. Um, it was not enough. It wasn't enough. And then, then and then no, guess no, what? So. It's not like they're gonna make it um fifteen next year either. <laughs> they're gonna be like, and, and yeah, in seven years it'll be fifteen. So it'll need to be forty then. Like that's when it'll. I think the living wage, like median across the country, is like twenty three dollars. Yeah, like, like you need to make the minimum wage twenty three dollars by twenty twenty two. Thank you. Um, that's what you need to do. And I like, I think it's funny because like, people will like people will go and, and 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 tell people like, oh, you're uneducated. We can't just do these things. But then if you talk to like actual like talk to actual economists, like the ones who will tell you the truth, um, they'll tell you you can literally do anything because it's all bullshit. It's made up. It's not like like what do you like you know the invisible hand of the market? Do you really think that like there's an invisible hand like moving things this and. It's made, uh, it's imaginary. We all imagine, they just do it arbitrarily. Didn't you see how Wall Street behaved with the fucking Doge, the coins and shit? If anything has, if anything has showed you how made up, the, like, the the American economy is, or just, like, any economy, the, uh, really. Economies, Economies in general are, you should just... Bro. Look at, look at what happened to GameStop. Bro, Bill, Bill Gates and his wife had to time their freaking announcement. To aftermarket's closes before Flips. people flip out because there's so much money Games, in their hands. The GameStop, the GameStop fiasco was essentially of the missing no... <laughs> figuring out how to, like, duplicate your Pokemon in red and blue... It was the missing no, and everybody is like, um, that's a once in a lifetime situation. That'll never happen again. It will exa- it, it will actually, it will happen again. That's something short something people will notice. More. It'll, it'll happen, e- and then they're gonna try to, they're gonna, and then people are gonna try to be even more, like, sneaky about it, and then other people are gonna figure it out, and it's just gonna keep, nothing exists. None of this exists. It's just one big fucking, uh, 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 fucking system code system that people are just trying to rewrite every five minutes, and somebody's going, "No, that's wrong. You need to rewrite it this way." And somebody's like, "No, that's wrong. I've been rewriting it this way." And somebody's like, "Well, fuck you. Why'd you why'd you update my code? I didn't ask you to. Now we gotta send you to jail." <laughs> I like, think what boom. cracks me up is that there's somebody on TikTok that since like the pandemic has started, pretty much he noticed when a bunch of politicians were, like, buying and selling stocks, and he started buying and selling stock, and he's had, like, an incredible amount of growth because 
Yeah, well, you know, because they'd be insider trading. <laughs> but Allison just say uh, left a good comment. Said this is a problem with uh, have a minimum wage rather than a living wage. Strikers need to fight for living wage contractors, and uh, that's on period. Exactly, because, and that's something I try and do a lot um, in my work. Is that we talk about a living wage and like sustainability for childcare workers because they're not paid enough to take care of people's kids all fucking day, um, and it, it's especially very, the assistants. Yo, those assistants are paid you, minimum wage. It's minimum, bro. You you luck like now a lot of them get paid better than they used to, but before assistants used to just get pennies like the admin assistants no, no like, like the assistants uh, daycare for, assistants. Yeah, like not the main provider like yeah. these people just have like a half cda basically mm-hmm. like less training but um it's like even today i wrote up some talking points for somebody and i was i put living wage because this idea this concept of minimum wage don't make sense we need something where i can survive where i live right where we can like, all survive where we live it has and live to be. comfortably we shouldn't have to struggle for every fucking penny and dime it has to be. It has to be. When you're like you're working forty hours a week and you're struggling for every penny and dime, don't make no sense. People, and, and and it's like amazing that people can like really fully look in these people's face, say say, oh no, you don't deserve money. Da, da, da. You're lazy, and then be like, why isn't anybody working at these stores? Like you literally like, but all. I, I'm, I'm Why sick. aren't they at Wendy's serving me? I'm sick of the people saying it. These jobs are just for teenagers. Like who who told them that? Like minimum wage. Like even the concept of minimum wage in the in the beginning was not for teenagers. Like it was literally you need to make enough money to not die. That was the the point. And and we just are like oh. I, I, <laughs> what do you mean? I think the, this I is think, just for young kids. I think the federal but like oh yeah, that's why McDonald's is closed all day. Facts. I think the federal government or the whoever should treat the minimum wage the way that we treat um, like the drinking age is like you you have to have it. It has to be a specific age. You can do it any older or any younger. You can have your minimum wage whatever you want by state. But if you don't, we're not going to give you the same liberties of the other states that do have their minimum wage set at this. They could just set a minimum, I mean, <laughs> a living wage, a thing. A, a living wage set at this. A, a wa- No, they could set a thing so that, um, well, A, set the wage. And then so that it increases at whatever, like, Inflation. however, yes, basically, yeah. with the flow of the, you know. They know how to do that. They could do that. They could, they could. They don't want to, and it's gonna cut into their monies. And it's like it's messed up because like think like places like Denny's and stuff are like, yo, we kind of found out if that if you pay employees like enough money to like, at least and like order your food at least you know and like it just pay them enough money and have give them a break or two like they're better at like serving your customers. Mm-hmm. Your customers are happier and everybody's happier. They get more work done. You get more customers. You make more money. Even though you're paying them more and you don't have to increase your prices. Like, wow. Be- Who would have thunk? Other places like In-N-Out, In-N-Out mm-hmm. is a good example of that. And like, these are shitty capitalist places, but like, it's literally, that's the that's the part about it that kills me is that it's it's just like, it's just evil at this point because it's not, it's not even like it makes like monetary sense to keep the wage so low to keep wages (laughs) depressing depressing wages doesn't actually make economic sense if you if you care about like capitalism Mm -hmm. shit so that's that's truly the worst part but whatever they gonna keep doing what they gonna do 
and keep lobbying to make sure people can't make more than five dollars or whatever. So whatever the set, what is it? Seven something is the federal minimum. So yeah, seven twenty five is the federal minimum wage. The one for like uh, tip employees is like two twenty five. So yeah, and and then and then. I didn't know that whole Reagan. See, I know I know a lot of things about that whole Reagan's um um economic policy. I didn't know that his tax thing was. I didn't know that tipped employees didn't have to pay taxes until his until him. Yes, that's the thing I sent you earlier. Oh yes, yes it was. Why did I remember? (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of Reagan hate, and I love it every time people bring it. Look the 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 impact that Ronald Reagan had on our country. He's a demon. Speaks volumes. It's like. The impact which is like FDR had. Okay, now he had some good impact. Uh, Reagan, he just came in. He said, "You know what, guys? Right? <laughs> any positivity that has ever existed in this country must go." It's hilarious because you can't say any like you're literally. It's like illegal to say anything bad about Ronald Reagan. He was just like ter- like he was a terribly ineffectual president. He was like awful. He was not very smart. Mm-hmm. He was like. He, like, destroyed the economy by cutting taxes the way he did. The war on drugs as well. Yeah. You know, you see it. Um, fuck the Mexican people. It's still very funny how many, like, uh, that, conservatives that, and Republicans that, still that live girl, by Nancy, such a horrible uh, I, I don't like her either. Nancy? Oh, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Nancy who? Nancy Reagan, you know. <laughs> we talking about the Reagan. Oh, also, that picture of um, Joe Biden and... Was it with his wife or was it with Kamala? I can't remember. <laughs> but they were with the um Oh, the, oh, yeah. the gardens. And yeah. that wide lens made wife. them look like they were in a fish tank. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. Also, when I first saw Joe Biden and the Carters, you know, I thought it was going to be Beyonce and Jay-Z. I <laughs> Not going to hold you. I'm a nigga. You know, um, just a little bit. <laughs> but, um, nah, but that picture was hilarious. Like, they literally look like dolls. Like, like in a fishbowl, like, for a beta fish, that was like, the, no, it was like the Simpsons. Beta. Like, shut up, Ken. <laughs> On, they were in a little fishbowl. They, they plopped them down into the fishbowl so the fish wouldn't be lonely. Fish still going to die because it's not supposed to be there. But anyway. You have to give a beta. They, the, the goldfish needs space, by the way. Snow um, bunny crisis okay. therapy. Okay, anyway, Liz, <laughs> Liz Cheney. All right, let's get on to Republican mess. Liz Cheney from Wyoming. What's Washington, Wyoming? I have uh-uh. Please. I she's remember. a Republican and she's a goofball. Okay, That's what yes. I know about Liz Cheney. <laughs> she's a Republican and also yep. a goofball. Wyoming's U, uh, U.S. rep. Anywho, okay, Wyoming. here we go. Yeah, That's why she's getting taken down from her position so easily. The bitch won't shut up about Trump. Rightfully so. She's like, this is wrong. He's been lying about this election. This is fucked It's up. hilarious. I need sis to like understand. Like, I'm confused as to why this was her breaking point. Hey, like, please. They literally... Like you, they knew that he 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 did off he did ask the president of Ukraine to like do some do stuff in 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 return for like aid. Like they knew that Donald Trump did all these things. Like and she's like, well, I didn't know that he would like incite an insurrection after he lost the election. Why didn't you? I knew. <laughs> I think a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very recently. Um and. I just, like, it's really funny that, like, she's, like, she seems to be shocked that her colleagues are not... She's shocked that the Republican Party is trash. Yeah. Like, I, it's it's amazing to me, because I'm like, she's you were sitting here doing the same thing. She, it's it's this level, it's it's really peak white woman. Like, she, I think she's very offended that she didn't know something like that could happen from her party. Like, you know when and you're the so, fact like, that she's getting in trouble. Engulfed in your own head that you don't think about, like... 
oh, something could go wrong. She didn't think. And then suddenly, life got very bad around her. So I just want to say that Trump is bad. Oh, wait. Y'all, y'all still like her. Aren't they like taking her off her committee? Yes, and, they're stuff? Ta- and this is the part. The reason why it was important news this week is because they're taking her down from her position as like a. Um, she's like she has a position she's a in conference the chair. There we go. Um, House GOP conference chair. So they're taking her from the position because you know she don't support Trump, even though Trump no longer their president. But whatever. So um, what that has effectively also caused is the fact that a hundred Republicans. Now, when I first saw it, I didn't know which way to take it. I I was like, Republicans part hundred Republicans leaving for what? For for who? But they're leaving because they see this as um kind of the Republican Party for a while has been showing signs of um splitting up for the fact that a lot of them lean very heavily and it's the same thing as like when the tea party started mm-hmm. a lot of them lean heavily one way and a lot of them all are still very moderate conservatives quote unquote moderate, moderate as moderate as any conservative in america so a hundred of them are like crazy right wing this is a threat to our democracy there's like a preamble and a whole bunch of bullshit they're like look very we're dramatic. the we're the declaration of independence very dramatic but also them threatening to leave now is hilarious because um like now after trump's left after trump has done everything he's done now is when you're like oh here is where my boundary is yeah. Here's the here's the line. Well, he's not the one doing it anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Um, so. I just want to say, uh, K where they finna go? Uh, <laughs> because those hundred Republicans, um, better not be trying to join the Democrat. I'm not even a Democrat. I don't even give a fuck about them for real, for real. But like, that's just gonna be even more annoying. We don't need any more centrism we don't need any more right leaningness from the freaking democrats just become libertarians they're so like democrats are so ugh. also but well i put um it's supposed to say look at the democrats pussy assholes and the reason i put that is because democrats would never do this shit they would they never. always they always want to be like no we're a unified party no if y'all pussy assholes a hundred of you would just say we're not taking this shit y'all aren't doing what we need to do as a party what are they gonna do? You like you the Republican? Yeah, no, not thinking. And everybody knows the Republican Party. I mean, it's like it's been leading. If you've been watching and paying attention to politics for like a while, it's been like leading up to this for years. Mm-hmm. Like for like f- since like Nixon really mm-hmm. fully. Um, it's been leading because like you can't because once they had to stop like saying the N word and they had to start <laughs> dog whistling. Like you can't. Like you, like you can't ride on white eth- ethno politics forever. Yeah. It's gonna start getting more and more extreme because, like, the demographics are gonna change. There's, you know, people like things are gonna change. So they have to just keep getting more and more extreme because that's the only thing they have. What what policy decisions do they have besides um, anti abortion and white identity politics? Those are the only. Those the like, those uh, that's the basis of the Republican policy. And so it's Party. always funny, Poli- like yeah, Republican all policy. polls say all the time. Republican, there. First of all, there are, like Melissa said, no Republican policies actually exist, really. But um, people, Amer- the American population likes very progressive, um, left, uh, whatever way you want to say it, liberal policies. They just need it framed a certain way. A lot of us all want the same things. We all want to make a livable wage. We all want jobs. We all want our kids to live well and go to school and have these healthy environments. We, they just don't know that these kind of like things exist or they're framed a certain way or they're afraid of it because or, their party has shown them that like these people are bad. Any of their ideas are socialist, communist, right. and 
that's it. Or like who it's coming from too. Like somebody mm-hmm. like AOC saying like we need blank 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 and they're like, Oh no, it's just this like green party like little mm. little, little tramp, shorty, little tramp who don't know what she's talking about. But I'm pretty sure if like Biden said something even remotely close to that, people would still be like, nah, but they'd yeah. be more inclined to So many, so many for so many reasons. Also, um Allison also, has a couple good comments. Um about Liz Cheney, she said it speaks volumes about the power shift in the party. Her dad couldn't protect, protect her position. And yeah, like, if you... People... Yeah, I think I think people, like, deeply underestimate... Like, the Tea Party thing, like, people really... When, when the Republicans sort of absorbed them back in, mm-hmm. people really, like ignored it in a lot of ways. They're like, okay, they're with the Republicans. It's, they're going to be regular now. And it's like, no, they're just going to make everything more extreme. Like, so I think, like, it's again, it's a, it's a culmination of everything. It, could, it was only ever going to lead up to this. Mm-hmm. It was only ever going to lead up to Trump and the next Trump and whoever else is going to do, you know, white that white terrorism shit. There's, yeah. there's, it's only ever going to lead up to that. Also, the next thing she, uh, she said was about... Um, in terms of Republican policy, uh, nationalism in the military. <laughs> yes, basically. And the military is why because they'll give military funding, but they don't want soldiers to get paid or have health care or like um Yo, anything. Or like be okay mentally. Yeah, like <laughs> mental health. Like no. Yeah. They the just sol- wanna send them to war. All the former vets on TikTok that are like, Yeah, um, if you don't report an injury they'll never cover you for it afterwards. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you knew I was serving the country for like five years like, and you knew what a, how I came in before because they test you. Exactly. So you're telling me that right after I leave, suddenly this injury that obviously was during my time doesn't exist to you? And it's it's good. Bullshit. Right. And it's good that you're talking about the military because we're going to jump into international news. Free ah, um, Palestine. I just like, people, there's, there is no both sides to apartheid. There's no both sides to the fact that there's a country, a, a, a state actor, who is attacking civilian, civilian buildings, civilian locations, a city that the densest city in the world, uh, one of the densest cities in the world in terms of population. Um, there is never, there will never be an excuse. There will never, and unequivocally, Israel is wrong, unequivocally. And no, there should never. Sorry, oh, people are gonna be very upset. Unequivocally, there should never have, there should never have been, and there should never be a Jewish ethno state. There shouldn't be a Christian ethno state. There shouldn't be a Muslim ethno state or a Hindu ethno state or a Jainist ethno state. Like, because when the state is about religion, that means people who are not of that religion will always be marginalized. There's no possible way for that not to be the case. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to to liberal Jews who want to feel like, well, Israel deserves. No, it doesn't. Israel does not deserve to exist. Israel. I'm sorry to say, Israel as it exists is a representation of white supremacy, of Western imperialism. England and the United States and and European powers were like, bruh, we don't want these people. Like, oh no, we you know we let Hitler kill all these people. So let's let's force these other brown people. Let's force these brown people out of their space and give it to these people who are not quite brown, but we just don't like them that much. Um, Me like never forget really that their solution was, hey, here here you go, get away from us. We a bunch of you just died. 
were killed, had to run away from your homes, have lived on the run for like four plus years, you know what our solution is? Go somewhere else. Like somebody else's home. Go somewhere else. And also, like, let's not forget that, like, Israel, like, that space in Israel, Jerusalem specifically, is still, like, still to this day, like, one of the major um, trade routes like in the Middle East. Yeah, fact, no, like if, if we, bruh, if we want to talk about why Israel exists, yeah. like we it's, we all know that Israel exists be, to have a uh, a space of white nationalism <laughs> in the Middle East, so that play think uh, countries like Iran and and like you know back when when we weren't like everybody wasn't dying and starving in Syria and places like that. Um, so that they wouldn't be able to be powerful, wouldn't be able to, you know, for instance, control their oil, keep um, keep Western interventionism out of their area. Like when you're when you're a world away, it's a lot harder to control those people. But if you have a little a little so hyper militarized country where they force everybody to be in the military um, and we give them so many weapons, give them so much money. Basically build their military, like... You know, do you know why Palestine... The only reason Palestinians are able to get bombed is because of the United States. So, um, when we talk to Joe Biden, it's Joe Biden's fault, to be clear. Mm-hmm. It's all these people's fault, uh, to be clear. Like, and it, it's sickening. Like, they refuse. Like, I, I know the, I know the Markey teens are very upset at Ed Markey. Um... <laughs> I, like I'm, I, I wish he, I wish he wouldn't be like that too. But like this is, how can we ever expect? These are agents of the state. These are agents of imperialism, of American imperialism. Why would we ever expect them to defend, to defend a country that's under attack by American imperialism? Like, I don't, I don't understand what, the, what the pathology. Like, even just saying it is like, it's wild. These. These people rather just watch Palestinians be erased. And it was and that's what they want. That's what they want. They want Palestinians to just be erased from history and they want to take it all over. I saw a video today. It was quite... Anytime I see them, every time stuff like this, like when a major incident happens between um, Israel and Palestine, um, there's always a video of a Jewish person, an Israeli Jewish person, going wild talking about how we're going to take all of this land. And I'm like... Damn, like, did Judaism teach you nothing? Do you know nothing of your religion, of your God? Like, that you would be such a vindictive and such a horrible person to want to kill and, like, Okay, my thing, right, that's my thing. Like, I I just linked an article that I read, um, and it's by a a Jewish person talking about why the, why, I can't remember what it's, let me look what it's called. Um, There's a word that Palestinians have for when, in 1948, they... I wasn't on Facebook. In 1948, <laughs> they kicked, um, you know, kicked them all out. Uh, 48, 49, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, it's called the. It starts with an N. It's like Nakba, or is it Nakba? Nakba. I think it's called Nakba. Um, and that's what they call like that horrible time when they're all kicked out or whatever. Yes, Nakba. Um, I, I would I wouldn't just blame Biden. I would blame Biden. I would blame no well, no not Biden for like right now. Right now. yeah, but that's no. What... But I, I'm saying like I'm saying like this is this is like you might want to you might want to do like a class action lawsuit against like just the executive power. No, that, yeah, but that yeah that's what I mean. It's like that, that's what I mean. These these people are agents of American imperialism, yeah. and American imperialism is why Palestine is is is. is exists in the sense that it yeah, exists. Yeah. Like why so many people have been shoved out of their homes to make room for 
white nationalism. It's like wild. that's there's no there's no other side to it. Like there's no other side to an army attacking. They're not a Palestine is not a country. Like literally under under jurisdiction of Israel. Like facts. Just people are control. starving. There's there like just I, I like. Like when people talk about they when they, they want to talk about Hamas using human shields, like please understand that you literally there is no space in Gaza. There's no space, like it's so densely populated that like you, anyone could say anybody's using a human shield. Like everybody's on top of each other. I would I would like to note for people that um I saw some comment about people about um Palestinians using like child workers or child something and I was I want to point out to people that a place like Palestine that has been pretty much bombed and like abused for the past what since 48 yeah. I don't know how long that is uh, I don't it's know like 80 years. years um the average age of a Palestinian is 20 the average age the worldwide average age is 28 they like like you have to understand the repercussions of a population that has not been allowed to live Right, like, from like childhood up or just live to age like your child your average age being 20 is something that is so horrendous and speaks volumes to how Israel has just committed atrocities towards the Palestinian literal, people and then and it's literal apartheid because even the people who live in Jerusalem for, for instance the, for, these most recent bombings had started with People, um, try, they're trying to evict people from East Jerusalem, which they've been trying to do for decades upon decades. Median age of, of um, an Israeli is 30. For decades upon decades, they've been trying to evict these Palestinians from their, from their, um... Their land. You know, their homes in East Jerusalem. For and, millennia. And they... And, like, those Palestinians are treated as second-class citizens under the law. They can't... They can't ride on buses to Gaza. They can't like like is, Israelis can claim any land that like they have proof of their family owning land. They could go claim it in Gaza, but a Palestinian can't do the same. Like they're not even a lot. They like Israel won't give them building permits for their houses. So sometimes the IDF will just come and be like, "Yo, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta we, we need this. You know, you gotta destroy your house, or we're gonna come destroy it and charge you to destroy it." Mm-hmm. Like. It's literally it's it's apartheid. It's there's it's no there's no defending it. And Allison um mentioned a good point, which is very true. And y'all know how I feel about Joe Biden. And I said it so many times. And yeah, anyway. But Allison said uh, Biden has been leader in the U.S. imperialist system for decades. There's almost no person in modern history more responsible. And that's true because Biden was not both. He was both Speaker of the House yeah. and he was the Senate Majority Leader. For a, a while, um, he's yeah he's been vice president. He's now president. He um, he was he was yeah. Biden has been part of this system mm-hmm. since yeah. Um, if you want to talk about conflict in the Middle East, Joe Biden has to be <laughs> he's been the there. He's been in that seat. So yeah, the only reason I said not just Joe is because it's been an effort by America, um, Saudi Arabia. Uh, a few joint forces, the British, to just make sure that Palestine does not exist for no good reason. Um, the Crusades. That's it, really. They've been trying to get. They've been trying to kick uh, Muslim people out of Jerusalem for 
or keep them away from Jerusalem for hundreds of years. And, I, and it was it was just accentuated. It, uh, not to de- not to like down like uh like wait, dilute it, but it was accentuated with with the the Holocaust reparations, and it's even more accentuated the the more people just like keep sticking their nose in the wrong way, America, the wrong way. Stick your nose in it the right way. Don't stop giving Israel money. <laughs> that like. It would be a lot harder for them to bomb anybody if we if they, we weren't literally funding them doing that. Um, there's that. That's the direct, like, simple, actually under the system way to do it. Um, so, yeah. Like, yeah, there's nothing to say. There's nothing Free to pasta, say. Free that's it. Um, Free pasta, until then. Um... Free take Free Palestine. R.P. Betty White. Okay, um, now moving on to our last segment, <laughs> which we'll try and wrap up quickly because it's been a long show. Yeah. Uh, all right, baseball. So there was this video this week that went viral of these, um, I believe they were both Dominican, and I believe one might be like a Dominican from Boston, but um, this college team, and they were playing, somebody hit like a home run, and they- he, No, it was like, he hit a home run, right? But it was like he had hit like seven <laughs> home runs or something crazy in the game. Like, it was- it was like a good reason to celebrate. Like it wasn't just he hit a home run regular, like and he dropped and he like tosses it. Like it was, it was a reason to celebrate. But anyway, and so, per usual, um, very traditional old school baseball fans were like, "This is too much. I can't believe this isn't professional. This isn't sportsmanship." I want y'all to shut the fuck up. And this is why there are no, not that there aren't but why baseball isn't seen as a sport for black people. Because as soon as you see, and it's mainly been black people that have done this, as soon as you see people like Big Poppy, as soon as you see these um, like these two young adults um, play baseball and have a little flair, have a little pizzazz, have something that brings attention to the sport, you want to shut it down. You want to say, no, this isn't the way our sport is played. You want to say, this isn't the way want, this is done because is that's basketball. not the way you do it. They want Dominican baseball players for their power. Don't want them for their style. Don't want them for the sauce. Like, like, it, and it's been a thing that's been happening for a very long time with baseball. I think uh, I saw somewhere. I think Lee or Chip might have posted it, or Dart Adams, one of those three people, because they all watch baseball. Um, because black men like baseball. Nate, <laughs> who? Wow, Nate. what a surprise. Um, Nate but, who plays MLB the in, show. Like, the eighties, there was a higher. Like the only person I know who does. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, same. <laughs> in the like the eighties, the percentage of like black young kids that wanted to play baseball was much higher than it is now. And why? Because we don't care about marketing to young black kids anymore for baseball, even though baseball is one of the best sports to play because it's one of the like least like physically, physically taxing oh my God, and my. highest paid in America in the United States. Them guaranteed checks look uh them Dominicans be cashing in. Bruh, I want, I yo, Manny Ramirez, I, I'll never forget the story. Albert Manny Pujols. Ramirez used to just um, leave his checks in his car like now nah, I'm gonna cash those. Nah, I got so much money I didn't even cash them. Me that's me. terrible. But um <laughs> but this is something that's like a growing issue with baseball because this is something that's been happening for at least 10 years. People have been like, nobody's watching the World Series. Nobody's blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to do this. Nobody wants to do that. Why? Because you're not appealing to the right people. Because baseball is... Because because y'all be wanting to make things boring. Like, the reason... The, like, we, like, <laughs> the way black people revolutionize sports, even the... Even, like, in the beginning with baseball, even the reason it's, like, interesting to this day is because of... <laughs> 
them black people integrating yeah integrating (laughs) like so it's just sick because it's a there's a clear sign to get young kids into baseball it's like an easy sport it doesn't involve too much equipment like there's so much that could make baseball a great sport for young black kids like male and female and we're just like nope and we have like mookie Betts. we have like there are so many jackie bradley um major like athletes that are really good that we're not like Xander Bogarts. Oh, Xander Bogarts, a lovely Jackie Arubian. Arubian. Arubian? Is that what they're called? He's from Aruba. Yeah. I don't anyway. know what they're called. <laughs> um a lovely person from Aruba. There are a bunch of black Dominicans. There are a bunch of just black Americans that like Mookie Betts is in LA. He plays for the Dodgers. Why is there no sense of making him the biggest star in baseball right now? Black man. Black man. Like <laughs> it's, just, it's just lost on me. But next man, we'll talk about Mookie. Oh yes, Pop Warner. Yeah. Um, no. So in the, <laughs> so in connection to sports that are less likely to have you messed up, um, Pop Warner is not one of those. And why <laughs> do we? Why are we still letting like small children play tackle. tackle football? I don't. I wouldn't let my kid play any kind of football, really, even touch. Sorry, but uh, tackle football, like. There was this video, the reason this came up was because there was this video today on Twitter, um, and it showed, they must have been about seven, eight, um, one of them might have been older, I think the small one was like six, and the older one looked about eight, and there was like a running back and like, and like, and like, I guess a, I don't know. Somebody coming from across. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're supposed to be because they weren't doing it right. It was just yeah, it was like a drill. It yeah, a drill. I don't like. I don't know who what their what their like positions were supposed to be. But basically, one homie was running this way and the other homie was running this way, and and the then the running back kind of like tucked his head because I thought you're supposed to like run in for it. You're supposed to like tuck it's your so head wild. and do the thing. And your head, your head is your protection for and, a ball. And they and they um and they hit helmets mm-hmm. and. Because what you call him? Because the running back dude was going at the speed, and he was way bigger. The the other boy got knocked to the ground, and you know, then the video was short, so they'd be like, "Oh, you fine? Get up!" I'm like, "No, I don't think he's fine." No. Um, like, and and they, and like, then people wanted to be like, "Well, you know, kids gonna get hurt. You guys are so blah, blah, blah. if you know football, this whole gotta be." You don't need your blah, brain blah. rocked. It's literally like CTEs, bro. Like you, so, because the tweet was like, "They're gonna be going." Yo, they somebody said that he's gonna be going to kindergarten with a with a brain with a brain full of applesauce, like and it's like, we know that it only takes one hit, especially at, when you're that young, to cause like a traumatic brain injury for the rest of your life. I still remember somebody from BLA said they still remember when they got hit and they didn't really like do anything about it, and they still have like long term like like headaches and other effects from just getting one hit and just and you want to do that to babies like. Like, there's no oh. way. And, like, why are you running a drill that involves, like, that shouldn't be a drill. That's, Getting hit should not be a drill. That's, you're, look, they're children. Children should not be full banging into each other. That's why, like, a lot of us that have played sports, you grow up and you have body issues and you don't, like, like, tendons, joints, aches <laughs> and pains that you have to deal with because you are hurt as a kid and they, all they told you is just walk it off. And yeah. deal with it. Just, and, just live with it. And it's different when, and it's different than regular play because, like, if you're not in, like, somebody mentioned how, like, if you're not in padding, you are more aware of how you can hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. But if everybody's padded up, helmet up, it feels safe mm-hmm. to yeah. hit somebody really hard. I wasn't even practicing. I showed up to a practice to sign up for, um, 
Pop Warner the year before I played, and um, somebody in practice, like, it just got out of hand, and two people, like, somebody got tackled, and two people ran into my shin and, like, broke my leg for the rest of the year. So I couldn't even, I couldn't even, like, I went to, like, <laughs> I went to, terrible. like, I went to, like, practice with them that day, really? and I couldn't play for the rest left of the year. Crippled. Yeah, and then I had to play the next year. Yes. Yeah. And you left fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Left with your leg fucked up. Trying to fix it. Anywho, okay, so now we live in a simulation, and I'm here to tell you why. <laughs> because Ben Affleck and J-Lo have been pictured together too many times in the past two weeks. But I just, I, I missed the conversation about Ben Affleck and, and the Riot girl. That was funny. <laughs> Me too. Uh-huh. I was like, how did, also J-Lo. I don't know why, j why don't you just, I feel like, I feel like if it was B, this is the same thing I feel about Bill Gates and the old lover. Why are we going backwards, guys? If you're like this rich, famous, beautiful, in J-Lo's case, I don't know about Bill, sorry. Um... <laughs> If you're that person, why don't you like going? I be, I be, I be scrolling through. You know Hollywood. What's up? What's up? Because people, because you know she's like she has that Halle Berry thing where people are still like, yeah, J Lo, J Lo, yes, they love a J Lo, and I'm like, J Lo. Even if you're just friends, I just I find the dynamic so weird. The man, the man left you. Ben, I'm bringing Benifer into it, Calvin. We the all bring Benifer. The man left you for a white woman. For a white woman for a named whiter woman. Jennifer. A, a whiter woman named Jennifer. You telling me? I, look, you've never seen my he said, he's again. You go watch me. I don't know how you, leave, how you let life. a white man leave you and then go back. He got a phoenix tattoo on his back. I don't understand the point. I mean, the I know me in the Jenny from the Block video, like. And now he's rising. I feel like from the only. His ashes. I feel like the only person that that it would be fair. If she went back to his diddy, but only because he's rich, like yes, because he's uh, like, to par, like only because he's, and on he's the level. not like an alcoholic. Not that being an alcoholic is bad, bad. Oh, J Lo, come on, it, it, it is, it is. If it actually, his, he's he's no good. In his, son is, his son is looking for revenge after the whole um, Lori Hardy thing. <laughs> I mean, J Lo, J Lo has dated Drake. <laughs> Boy, that was a weird time. So that's the thing. We live in a simulation. This is 2004 again. Hi guys. We're all Don't be um, fooled by the rocks that I got. <laughs> I'm just I'm also, just the Mandela the effect. You still have a little, now I have a lot. Okay, no. Now we're on to Joe Budden. No, you, you, our last topic. Oh yeah, Joe Budden. Okay, uh, guys. So I woke up today and I didn't know what the day would bring me. But what I found when I logged on to Twitter was that Joe Budden. It's wild. <laughs> had basically officially finally broken up the Joe Budden podcast. Um, and the perspective I have as somebody that I listened to this podcast podcast, I found it quite entertaining. Um, even though like they had a lot of problematic statements, it was quite funny to listen to people just kind of fuck around with their homies for three hours. And um, so cool. So whatever, whatever. Anywho, if you don't know, a couple weeks ago, um, they kind of had like a little, a little tip, spat, a spat, <laughs> where um, uh, there is so it's Joe, Rory, and Maul. Um, they've all kind of collectively been friends for like Joe and Maul for like fifteen plus years. Joe and Rory for like ten ish or less. Um, they had a spat because um, Rory, who is white. One, it was like, what's with the, like, equity? Like, what's with the, like, the deals jo- we're having? What's like, with the stuff? Like, I want to have more in this. 
And Joe Budden if was effectively just saying, like, you're an employee. You don't matter. And I don't know if y'all know anything He's about Joe Budden. If y'all, I'm about to say the same. If y'all, like, Joe Budden, first of all, Joe, the way Joe Budden, like, talks to people is not okay. No. And, like, the the fact that the man is alive to this day is interesting to me. But, like, the thing about Joe Budden also is that, like, he is a bad person <laughs> um, in pretty much every way. Like, in terms of, like, with his relationships mm-hmm. and, and, you know, with women, with his financial, mm-hmm. his children... Um, he, you know, even, even with his addiction, like though he was a very toxic person mm-hmm. through that. Um, Joe Budden is not a good guy. He's very selfish and he, he's, he's angry. That's an angry motherfucker. And it's scary. Yes. Like, I don't even understand how people could be around that, but I, like, I wouldn't be uh, comfortable to be around him, mm-hmm. to be honest. Facts. I, yeah. Especially as like a woman. Oh like, my God. I wouldn't I even would be comfortable be to be around Joe. But the funny part, I, I, I was laughing at the video of them on, them talking to Charlemagne. Charlemagne, like, why y'all <laughs> Charlemagne like Charlemagne has predicted it, yeah. yeah. I mean, but like, like, I don't, like, so Charlemagne back like, however long ago when they named it the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. Like three um, years ago, I think. Was like, uh, why y'all let why y'all let him name it the Joe Biden podcast? I, now y'all know he's not gonna he's not gonna give y'all nothing. Like, you know, Joe. Like, and Joe sitting there, ha 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 ha. Like it's a joke, but he know dead ass. He know damn well because that's why he wasn't even offended because he knows true. He know he was planning to do them dirty from the jump. And my thing is like, I don't understand how you even start with start not knowing anything, bro. Like, I, how you start. Yeah, these niggas be. It's it's nobody listening to no Vaseline, bro. It's been so many years, dog. Y'all still getting y'all still in three sixty deals with freaking with with freaking podcast producers and stuff. Like, is it sickening? It's just really sick because this man scream was screaming about what's that show on um. With academics, yeah, uh, everyday struggle. struggle, yeah, screaming about how complex wasn't paying him, screaming about how Spotify wasn't giving him his his proper equity, his proper proper payment wasn't giving them what they wanted. They had a fucked up contract, but when his employees slash friends want the the same equity, the same treatment that he's been screaming for for, and this is beyond just like the podcast. He's been screaming about this stuff since like his whole career. Literally, he'll literally he like like people are talking about how like he screamed at little Yachty for not knowing like the details of his contract. Then Rory and Ma Ma want to act the details of their contract. He's like, no, <laughs> no. Or Meg the Stallion when she wanted it, when when she was inquiring more but they were assigned to a spotify deal where they couldn't take a vacation that shit was hilarious when they found out when they didn't think in their heads to ask spotify for a vacation they didn't think to put that stuff in their contract but 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 then now now that they're on their patreon whatever now that they're on their own um suddenly his 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 homies are now his, his brothers are not his employees. You work for me. You don't bring to the podcast what you think you bring. I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean, Joe? Because if 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 so, it would like it's not just you though. Like, I was unfollowing Joe Budden. It's not. It's not just you, dog. I'm like, like it's. Yeah, I don't know what Joe Budden it's thinks just, this is, it's, it's very sick because this is a conversation we have a lot. And um, Calvin said something about Diddy, but this is... And it's funny because Joe Budden also works for Diddy through Revolt, through a show that I don't even know if it's on anymore because of COVID. But um, 
but he's learning from the best, learning from the best thief of all. That the only equity you you get is 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 me. I get the equity. You get left behind. One day somebody's gonna have to really talk about the 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 predator the predatoriness of the rap industry specifically, and it's not not only. In the sense of like the you know the contracts and stuff like that, but just like the whole culture of just taking, there's a, a lot of culture of just thiefing people's shit and yeah. being like fuck you yeah, if they can't fight great. you back. Um, and there's just uh, not to not to mention a culture of violence, especially towards women and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like in terms of like there's a, there's a very there, it's it's weird because. Black culture as a whole is not that cult. It's not like that. Mm-mm. But in, in 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 mainstream rap culture, it's well, really it's music culture in general. Music culture is super the music the music culture is very contractually predatory. Well, yeah, yes, yes, it, that's true. I think, but I like I and seriously it think even more into like hip hop. That that's true. I I really, but I think like there's a the way it like like. I think the level of vitriol that they that they give to people when they know that they screwed them purposely. Yeah. That's I feel like that's unique to hip hop because like Jay Z does that shit all the time. Joe Budden, for instance, is doing it with with Warrior. Mm-hmm. Like they be like like calling you stupid for calling them out for doing something to you, and be like, well. Uh, Meg the Stallion last year like, when she was or like uh, a year and a half ago when she was asking more questions about a contract. That was signed when her mother was still alive. Like, when, like, her life was much different. Like, when... It's just really sick how much they'll take advantage of you and how they want you to accept them taking advantage of you. Like, especially, like, with this case with Joe Budden, it's, to me, especially disgusting because they're his friends. Like, Maul at one point has gone to jail for Joe. I'll, you don't go to jail for just Joe Button. That's what I'm telling you. Joe Button is not a good person. Like as a whole, Joe Button is not a good person. He's a bad person. He has bad vibes. I don't know. Like Joe, like if you look at Joe Button, he has bad vibes. He's a scary person. He has sinister vibes. Like. Yeah, he's scary. He, I'm telling you, he's scary. And I'm not like the man is scary. Like that's not a person you want to be alone with or near. Like it's just like I just. I think about it because obviously we have obvious nonsense. They're the four of us. There's never a point in my life where I would want to ever take away like Malaysia Isotars and the Curious Equity from our company. That Why would I want together. my friends to be poor? Even if they're not my friends, I would never want them to be poor. I literally, I don't even, niggas don't even have to do nothing. If we started the company together, whatever makes money, we all make money. Like, that's... My thing is, if you really wanted to make money on your own, then start something on your own aside from whatever it is that you're doing with your friends, so that you can make money on your own. You don't got to, and you don't got to like include them in that extra thing if you don't want to. But if you're working on some shit with your friends, like, and they're pulling their fucking weight, like, absolutely, I I believe. Maul was fucking pulling his fucking weight. Joe Joe Biden Joe Biden. Oh man, Joe Biden is wilding because like. What is the like? Op, like, is is that like? Is he just sacrificing his life? He's just sacrificing like his 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 life because what's gonna happen? Like, unless it's gonna be like people are joking about Charlemagne academics and Joe Budden again, like Please because no. because who like it's just, worry about art? Like, it's not like it could just be Joe 
or even be Joe and some random people person. They're important to the 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 I, dynamic. I, is those two it's specifically so important? It's it, I, to me the only way I got really into the podcast was with the three of them. Like when their episodes, when somebody was missing, I was like, vibes off. I don't like it. Like a pod, like a podcast without like me or without Malaysia. It's not a full. It's not a podcast. That's not authentic. It's not what it is. The Joe Budden podcast became what it is. Because you had Maul on his damn phone for, like, two hours straight, you were like, what the fuck is this man doing on his phone? Saying things h- half the time don't make sense. Believing Republican stuff. <laughs> um, what's Rory doing just being white? What's Parks doing just being very Yo, Maul, Maul, I'm, yo, the, the Joe Budden podcast need Maul with his, his terrible takes. His terrible Maul had takes. the worst takes on everything. <laughs> Every single thing the worst taste but it was fun it was fun to hear a bunch of bros hanging out being chill it's barbershop talk you know sometimes it's nice to it's be... fun to learn what men like to think about certain situations it's, whoa you know, what's this <laughs> I was whoa. like, I was like whoa. what the hell is when going Twitter on when showing you something spicy <laughs> what the hell is going on there huh nah but yeah you know Anyway, it's almost 11 o'clock, y'all. Yeah, so um, Joe Budden's trash for this. I hate it. Parks, um, I'm very disappointed in Parks also, by the way. Um, I, I Sticking by somebody like Joe Budden is very... Why would you stick by Joe Budden? Joe Budden, like, Joe, it's sticking by Joe Budden is like sticking by Donald Trump. You <laughs> know can't. he's going to do you dirty in the end. Like, <laughs> you know, and it's maybe you, maybe it's like that thing where you never think it's going to happen to you until it happens to you. And I, and you know, Parks has also known him for like 10 plus years and has worked on him countless albums. So like, whatever, Parks, Parks also doesn't make his money primarily from this. Like, this is one of his sources of income, but he's just a producer. He's an engineer. He has a studio. Like, this is not just how he makes his money. So we'll never forget that aspect of that. He's still a white man that is buddy-buddy with Joe Budden's um, manager. So there are levels to that relationship that also need to be unpacked. Of the, like, Parks got an in that Rory and Maul never, never would have had. Yeah, see? That's why you gotta bring... Uh, see, like, you can't replace either of us. That's why you got to bring some irreplaceable fully. Irreplaceable. They have to know it's irreplaceable. Uh. Also, he, he, Joe Budden did try and replace him with other people for a couple episodes. And I was like, everybody's like, wow, I was getting used to them. And I was like, that's because you pussy ass hoes and you have no loyalty. Thank you. I'm like, no. I, like I said, I think that di- it's important to have the dynamic of those three specifically. I don't think it's the same or interesting or fun without that. But anyway, uh, fuck Joe Budden. Fuck Joe Biden. Biden. Free Palestine. Free Syria. Free Syria. Syria needs free. In SARS. Um, what else? Um, fuck the police. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?